the city of Los Angeles, and the city of Denver. Union Pacific's flashy armor yellow painted trains soon became well known by the traveling public. Newer and longer train sets and more powerful diesel locomotives were purchased to upgrade these trains in the late 1930s and very early 1940s. As World War II loomed, the railroad's streamlined trains continued to operate, but further modernizing would have to wait until after the war was over. Even before victory was declared by the Allies, however, the Union Pacific was planning to introduce daily service on most of these first-class trains. New passenger cars started arriving in 1949, totaling well over 100 cars that year alone and coming from three major car builders. Our dining car, number 4801, was among these, itself part of an order for 17 identical diners built by American Car and Foundry in St. Charles, Missouri. It's 85 feet long and weighs in at just under 150,000 pounds. Featuring Venetian blinds, gold mirrors, and hand-hammered gold accents, pleated yellow drapes, and silver-gray leather coverings on the walls, the new diner sported the latest fashion trends and helped the railroad market its fleet of modern trains. These new dining cars went beyond fashion trends. They pioneered the use of dry ice for refrigeration, which was a cost-saving move that reduced the need to stop for ice along the way. Just one stop for re-icing was now required as compared to the previous six times on a trip from Chicago to the West Coast. This helped Union Pacific save time and money and also reduced the need to maintain supplies of ice at numerous locations throughout its system. A mechanical dishwashing system was pioneered on the new diners, utilizing a powerful spray action of very hot water followed by an equally hot rinse cycle, rather like the dishwashers we're used to in our own kitchens today. No hands or towels were required in the process, thereby saving on labor and making for a public relations opportunity as well. A Union Pacific spokesperson stated at that time that there is no hand wiping and the dishes are delivered to the pantry and the cooking range absolutely sterile. Lastly, the diner also had a fan system that circulated new air throughout the car three times per minute helping to keep not only passengers, but also the kitchen staff comfortable. These new dining cars were quickly deployed onto the railroad's fleet of streamlined city trains. They replaced older dining cars that could now be refurbished and reassigned to other secondary passenger trains, such as the Challenger, where they would seem new. The new diners were soon joined on the city trains by new lounge cars, coaches and chair cars, Pullman sleepers, and even newfangled dome cars, which were coming into vogue in the 1950s. The railroad would go on to take delivery of well over 600 new passenger cars for its fleet between the late 1940s and the mid-1960s.